Hey everyone, this is Let's Get Practical with Daryl Girardier, and today we're talking about four things church social media volunteers must do. Let's do this. Welcome to Let's Get Practical. This podcast is about church communications from a practical standpoint. It's about what works and what doesn't. It's about helping you cut through all the clutter and noise and getting straight to the point. Today we're getting straight to the point on four things that church social media volunteers must do. So if you're wise, you are probably trying to think about bringing on board volunteers to help run your social media. Because as I've talked before in previous podcasts, you really can't make social media happen all by yourself. That's just, honestly, it's not scalable. It doesn't work that way. I've tried it. It fails miserably. So the question is, is how do you make it work for you and in terms of working with volunteers specifically, how do you, what what are the things you need to tell a volunteer? What are the things that they must do? Now you can get down to the tactics and strategy of social media when you're dealing with volunteers, because that's what all of us are going to do at some point. You're going to talk to them about how do you take a photo? Uh, How do you post on Instagram, Instagram stories versus Instagram posts, Facebook stories, Facebook page posts, groups, all that kind of stuff. You can kind of get into all of that stuff, which you will with your volunteers. But there's some higher level stuff that you've got to really kind of instruct your volunteers on or kind of make sure that everybody's aware of when you're bringing on board volunteers for social media. And so there are four, I think, four things, guidelines, if you will, that I think are really important for your social, that you kind of need to hammer home with your volunteers. This is something that uh, we're working through as a team as we get ready to, we're onboarding more volunteers over or in 2019. We've already got photography, photography volunteers, and now we're onboarding our social media volunteers. In fact, I'm doing a volunteer training uh, this coming Sunday. And so here's the four things I'm going to tell them other than walking them through how to use Instagram, all that kind of stuff. I'm going to walk them through four philosophical key things or requirements or expectations that I have of them that are not specifically technically related, but they're more generally related to social media itself and then how we expect them to conduct themselves when they're doing social media. So these are four things you can steal from. By the way, this is not an original list. I think I have scoured the internet for like, you know, what other churches do. So this is a kind of culmination of things that I've pulled together. So here you go. Here are the four things I'm going to tell them, along with some scripture references to kind of back up these philosophical points by which, you know, we're making this uh, instruction to them on, on how we want them to conduct themselves as a social media volunteer. So here we go. First one, number one, stay on topic. Uh, what I want them to do is I want them to understand that social media works best when you're giving them information in real time and it's on topic, uh, connecting the audience with key moments in our church. And that is hard for some social media volunteers because some people are wired by which they just kind of whatever grabs them in the moment, they just do because that's what they're used to doing on their own personal Facebook pages or their own Instagram posts. It's my kid did this. Now uh, I'm doing this. I'm going to my, you know, it's, it, it can be random throughout the day. They have a political thought. They, put it out there. They have a thought about, you know, something with related to their family. They put it out there. So it can be this mirage of things that they're putting out there and they're not staying on topic. And what we need them to help them understand is we want you to stay on topic. In fact, we want them to really think about Ecclesiastes 3.1, which is for every season uh, and a time for everything under heaven, every moment has its own time. So what we want them to think about is staying in that moment, staying on topic. Okay. So this is, this is a, and this is an underpinning of all social media we want you to stay on topic. So make sure they do that. And you get, again, you got some volunteers who won't quite grasp that because on their personal social media, they're used to being all over the map. 
Uh, so you're asking them at this point to really kind of stay on topic. Number two, safeguard private data and communications. Um, you know, it's it's totally fine to talk about what's happening in our church and your church's life. That's why you have social media volunteers to kind of capture that, capture what's going on in your community and that kind of thing. But it's not okay to publish confidential information or private information for that matter. And you're going to have to help them understand the lines between the two. Uh, because then their personal life, again, they may be used to publishing whatever they want on their social media pages, on Instagram accounts, whatever. You can't just post whatever you want, whenever you want. You have to think through, is this private or confidential? So I tell them, like, hey, respect members' wishes about regarding the photos of them. Um, regarding minors, we have to be very careful how we handle that. It's, you know, if you're if you're citing something uh, make sure you got approval to do that. Whatever that is, we just want to make sure that when it comes to like counseling situations, financial information, personal information, we don't release that kind of stuff. So we want to walk that line of making sure that we, you know, we keep private data private and we keep communications that are meant to be private private as well. You know, and that's we're coming out of First uh, Peter five two through four on this, and that is basically you know making sure that you're being an example to everybody in regards to how you treat the data and how you handle that. So uh, we're going now second Peter five, two through four, and you can look that up and you can see the, the reference there for that. Number three, demonstrate your church's values and brand. Uh, this is really, really important that when you're on social media, you are demonstrating and keeping consistent with the values and the brand of the church. In other words, don't say any or do anything on social media. That's contradicting to the, your church's statement of faith. Uh, this, you know, this includes politics, um, anything that be, would be considered offensive, stay away from that. Now, obviously, hopefully somebody would never do that on your church's channels. But again, you got to remember, people need to understand that, you know, there's a difference between their personal and their church's accounts. And too often what happens is, is people think the church's account should be treated like their personal account. So they may, when somebody writes a, a probably negative comment on Facebook on something that they post on the church's behalf on the church account, they may think, well, I'm going to retaliate. You just don't do that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff is not going to get you down the road. It's not going to actually be great for the church's brand. So you kind of have to educate them on making sure, do they understand what the church's values are, mission and vision statements are, is everybody clear on that? So, for us, for me, I think of Ephesians 4.29, which is, you know, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only what is good for building up as fits the occasion that you may grace, you may give grace to those who hear. So again, I'm trying to build up our audience. I'm not trying to tear them down. So I'm not going to go negative on social media and our church's brand is definitely not going to go negative. And we fully expect people who are social media volunteers to do that as well. And number four, comply with intellectual property laws. Okay, and that's that's easy because that's Ephesians twenty fifteen, excuse me, Exodus twenty fifteen, which is "Thou shalt not steal," and the idea is here's the deal: um, there may be like a funny meme or a clip that you want to use, and you want to just post it, and sometimes that's fine. But the reality is, you need to ask yourself: where did you get that? Where did you get that? Even if you're taking somebody else's social media from another church, you see somebody else posted something, you love it. Um, you need to give credit back to that person or repost it or do some mechanism by which you're not taking full credit like it's your work. Um, it, and again, in the internet world, you kind of have to spell that out because people aren't really used to thinking that way. Um, we grew up in an internet world where 
almost everything seems free, so you can just grab whatever you want and claim it as your own. And a lot of these people do that. Again, I don't think they're being malicious. They just don't understand. So you're going to have to do some education on intellectual property laws and uh, copyrights and that kind of stuff because it is stealing. And you definitely don't want to do that. So you want to make sure your people are, are super clear about that kind of thing. So you want to make sure you're always complying with intellectual property laws. And that's really important for your, for folks to understand. Again, you're going to have to unpack that for them because they may just never have encountered that or never had to really think through that. So going back forth through this four things, one, stay on topic Two, safeguard private data and communications. Three, make sure you're demonstrating your church's value and brand. And number four, make sure you're complying with intellectual property laws. Again, those are the four things I really think you should have your volunteers think about and do. And this is and this is not about strategy. This is not about tactics. This is about underlying, underpinning four things we expect all of our volunteers to do when they are representing us and when they're doing social media for us. Remember, I'm, I'm trying to get the underpinning, underlying things that are, these are the core things I want to understand before we even hand over an Instagram account to you to kind of run it. So there you go. That's what we're, that's what we're thinking through. I'll have more stuff from volunteers coming up over the next few weeks as we kind of process for us what's working with volunteers, what's not working. I'll give you some more insight on some successes that we're having, some failures that we're having, and some ways that I think you can increase volunteer activity, um, involvement, and so just some, we've already got some stuff happening that I'm really excited about. I'm really proud of my team for the work that they're doing there on that. So there you go. Hey, if you love this podcast, do us a huge favor, go on iTunes and give us a rating. We really like that. Or of course, you can also subscribe as well on your favorite podcasting app. Until next week, you guys take care and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.